Hello, welcome to Bad Accent Workshop <laughs> with the, <laughs> the Pauls. Uh, I'm not even going to try my Scottish accent. No, that, I did, no, that was a bad idea for me to even attempt it. <laughs> How are we doing, ladies and gents? Uh, this is uh, Rappy Chatty. Yeah, this is number 29. We're nearly... We're at the end of our 20-somethings. Yeah, we're getting... God. They're wow. notching up, aren't they? They're flying up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a lovely reaction to Jesse Fisk last week. Um, yeah, a uh, lovely person. Really, uh, definitely one to watch for. Really uh, good producer. Uh, so, yeah, this week we have Jerry Nelson. Jerry. Uh, our Jerry. Our Jerry. Jerry's uh, lovely, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had such a good, we had such good fun chatting to him. So yeah, uh, his pro- latest project, our big documentary, was the game, which was on RT recently. Uh, you might be able to still catch one or two of the episodes on the player. Um, very high end, very cleverly put together. He mentioned he kind of the approach was almost like a high end wildlife documentary uh, which he also has a lot of experience making mm. and uh, if you look at his look at his website and look at his his body of work he's just been working in TV for 20 odd years he's so many of the the excellent documentaries that you might have seen over the years mm-hmm. if you actually look Jerry was the man he's the man behind them it's like the, a br- like brilliant it's a brilliant piece of work and yeah. like from a technical point of view but also Emotionally, it's uh, like I wouldn't be the m- biggest fan of Ireland in the world, but totally sucked in uh, yeah. when I watched it. Yeah, um, you I, watch you'll watch Ireland in a different way. Yeah, even from like a sports psychology point of view and everything else. I yeah. mean, yeah, whew, yeah, a lovely piece of work. Yeah, it's on the RTE player, isn't it? So? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We might just for another week. You might just get yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, also uh, in Irish cinemas, uh, Black 47, so we're going to have the writer Pierce Ryan on the next show. So if you can get along to see it uh, while it's still out, uh, definitely try. Um, very cool film. Yeah. Really good chat with him. Uh, also in Irish cinemas is I, Dolores uh, by Morris Sweeney, a documentary about... Uh, IRA activist and terrorist and all those things. The all that Price, lovely stuff. Uh, married to Stephen Ray. Ah, okay. uh, a bit of trivia. Um, yeah, very visceral film. Very. I, I caught a an Insta screening of it the other day. Um, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, it was, uh, it's an amazing piece of filmmaking. It's it's a bit of a tough watch, but I I would recommend people to go see it mm-hmm. and go see it in the cinema. As always, go and see Irish films in the cinema. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you shouldn't need an excuse. No, absolutely yeah. not. Um, um, so yeah, we have our our survey is still live, so uh, we've got some uh, really good feedback, some responses. Uh, <laughs> we've a bit of abuse, but it, uh, <laughs> just a little bit of abuse. <laughs> uh, um, no, but it's really helpful, and we really appreciate the people who uh, have taken the time to do that. And uh, yeah, so there will be a link underneath wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, if you could just take a minute or two and uh, yeah, just give us some feedback, some suggestions. and We will endeavor to keep trying to make the podcast as good as it can be. Absolutely. We shall uh, implement your ideas. Yes. Except for... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, uh, in other news... Uh, well, uh, actually, if you'd like the, the usual kind of plug, if you'd like to support FNI Rap Chat... Uh, or F and I uh, w- workshops and seminars and whatever else that we kind of do, you can head on over to uh, buymeacoffee.com forward slash F and I, um, and basically it just kind of helps us with um, 
kind of costs because we're a not-for-profit uh, at FNI. So uh, just to give us a bit of a bit of a, a boost to you know kind of keep things motored. Um, yes, so we'll get on with the show. Um, this is Jerry Nothing. Thank you very much for coming into the room. Absolute pleasure. Cool. Real treat. Uh, I'd like to start off these with kind of a general <laughs> philosophical question, kind of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe no, I'm not the guy, <laughs> but we'll give it a whirl. Uh, what do you think are the most important skills for a documentary filmmaker? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Interesting. I think uh, my number one is probably you have to be the cheerleader for the project. It's like You have to make sure you get the right people that are going to help you. Sometimes the right people is just you. Yeah, and that's not in a kind of egocentric kind of way, but sometimes you've kind of got uh, attached to a project so much that really it's not that you have all the answers, but you are the person who needs to keep it moving forward all the time and, and, and are the person who can make the answers and the decisions. But while that's happening, you have to make sure you get the right team on board. And um, I was an editor, so I would nearly always lean to an editor being the most important person on, uh, like in that because yeah. they're the person who's literally helping you write the story write the script yeah. I think uh, you've got to keep yourself completely open and available for any idea that might pop up like uh, that doesn't mean to say you turn up to shoot something with no plan you have a plan <laughs> you have a plan you have another plan yeah. and then you're completely prepared to tear that plan up in the middle of the shoot and go well, actually this is better or you also kind of leave, you have to leave the whole uh, environment open that people can feel they can suggest things. Now, you know, ultimately you have to sell that to the whoever's you have to sell it to, the, you know, either the commissioning editors or the public at the end. And you know, right, well, I've got, to, I've got to sell that. So if somebody comes up with an idea, you've got to be able to say, I can do that or I can't. And, and, and instantly say, oh, thanks so much for that. That's fantastic. But I've had situations where, the sound recordist, I was on one job I was in, God, I was in, I think it was, I was doing this documentary in Kosovo and uh, uh, there was a smoker, like, you know, I wasn't a smoker and our sound recordist, Fikra Hanlon, one of the greats of, you know, working today, yeah. mm-hmm. he was a smoker and he'd always go off and have a chat with the lads and have a smoke. Just whoever yeah. we were filming with chatting with. Yeah. Yeah. And it was over the chat with the lads with the smoke that, and he comes back and says, you know what? And I went, Fikra? Bang, in. <laughs> That's in the program, you know. So, so that's the thing. I think it's just like you know, you're a cheerleader. You're yeah, kind of yeah. the person you can't. You're a very, very, very benign dictator, because you have to sell the thing at the end, mm. and that's the only reason. It's not actually anything to do with your ego, mm. because very early on, I learned, I learned that you know the program and the film or whatever whatever you're working on kind of gets what it demands, and uh, the latest project that I've done on hurling, that started off thinking that we could get it done in about a year and very quickly I said this is, this is a two year project and we didn't have a two year budget <laughs> so right. I had to cram two years of work in 18 months which meant no life but that's what the pro- <laughs> but that's what the program <laughs> that's demands. what it demands yeah yeah right. the, the machine the beast you know yeah. and, and you kind of look at it and go it's nothing to do with me you know right. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. people are going why are we working all night 
I don't know. I, I'm here, you know. Yeah. So it's weird. It's a weird. Honey, I'm leaving you. But yeah. the project. What about yeah. the project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that is a difficult one, mm. particularly uh, you know when you get on in life. It's something that I'm not too sure whether colleges or uh, you know put that across. Definitely. Uh, that yeah. you know it, this is actually a life journey you're on. Um, it's not a job. It's. I think it's sometimes it's trying to talk like it's a business or a job or something yeah. like that, and it's not. I think it's a. It's a thing that you feel you can't kind of do anything else other than it. And yeah. sometimes people find that by accident. You know, they, they, it takes them a long time to discover that that's what their, their you know, their metier is, you know, their, their gifts, their, this is where their direction should be. Um, but you suddenly then find yourself at a point where you are working at a certain level and at a point in your 20s, like that money was great. And then I'd stop and <laughs> yeah. then whatever. But then at a yeah. point in your 30s and children and yeah. then at a point in your 40s, this all starts, and then when you get to my stage, you're starting <laughs> to go, well, you know, I'm not going to be working in a while, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and yet, like, I'm still going to be, how can I still do it? My knees goosed, my hips right. goosed, you know, like, you yeah. know, just, yeah. but, you know, but the thing is, you'll just keep going, and the business will let you go eventually, you know, <laughs> like, like salmon going back to spawn or something like that, you, you know, that's it, you're over. Uh, speaking of that, we might go back to the start, how you kind of first found yourself working. In. Yep, absolute accident. Uh, uh, we're talking now at the time when the uh, uh, points and the uh, um, offers are being given by colleges yeah. and uh, uh, for people heading off including my daughter who's got her points and got her course she's Great. fantastic Congrats. Godspeed but I know at a point I had no idea what I wanted I, I, I drifted through school it was it just didn't do it for me I couldn't understand it um, and um you know, uh, anyway, so it didn't work out. And I remember a neighbour called over. My sister was interested in drama. She called over to talk with a leaflet from Colossia Dulig College of Further Education. This was during the summer after doing my leaving. And after having get, gotten a really mediocre and probably appalling leaving cert. I didn't actually... High five across the desk. Yeah, well, I, I, I never <laughs> even picked up my results. Never, really? ever picked up my results. Yeah, it was, wow. it was that bad. But basically, uh, this PLC course had started, and, and she said it was about TV program making. And I looked at it, and I, this is the mental thought that crossed my mind to this day. I'll never forget it. When I sit in my ass and look at enough TV, <laughs> maybe I could do this. Because yeah. uh, there wasn't that world, you know, yeah, like yeah. this was like two channel land, you know, like, you know, so yeah. it wasn't the yeah. idea of going to television is like, you know, outer space. Yeah. And I remember walking into their studio and it was a very rudimentary, very simple um, black and white close circuit TV cameras, you know, studio, three of those mounted like tiny little things per precariously mounted on tripods. Well, like network. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> ex exactly. And even when I walked in that, that day, I went, oh, this is where I want to be. Right, okay. And then I remember saying, I didn't even know who was, I said, who, who kind of calls the shots in these? And says, well, it's a director usually, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be a director. Outsteps, <laughs> oh, outsteps wow. Marty Whelan. Yeah. <laughs> it was bizarre. No, but seriously, talk about, like, that was a bit of a gift. Right. Like, yeah. really, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I mean, yeah. you can't legislate for that. Magic. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's magic. You walk in and just, wow. And then when I see, uh, you know, people today, you know, the gift, the amazing thing, they, they have access to, Everything, every kind of camera, everything. They get literally. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. my daughter's YouTube channel. I'm watching right. all of, all of her friends, yeah. and they're like flying drones. Yeah, yeah. I'm going, Jesus! Like yeah. we're looking to do a wide shot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know yeah. we always shot a wide shot. It was the close-ups <laughs> that we missed the yeah. most of the time. But so it was it was that, and then I went through there, and then yeah. I realized quite after that, then I I, I knew uh, I Claudia Julie gave me an amazing grounding and an amazingly practical course, and it wasn't about learning about filmmaking. You were learning about how to make cables. You know, and that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, when I came yeah. out at the end of that, I was very lucky. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd won this 
there's a, there was an organisation, the ITVA, which was like the IFTAs, and I won the student award there making a short film. And Brilliant. then that actually, my, I've kind of forgotten about it. I won because yeah. uh, we were watching a programme, Las Vegas came up, and I went, Oh, I was there because uh, I won the World Student Award. But it's nothing. Wow. It nothing. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of a nice little thing. Yeah, but yeah. at least at the very, very end of that, I, I realised I knew nothing. Right. That I'd learned that I knew nothing. So yeah. I decided to focus. I said, oh, If I want to direct, I think editing is the best way forward. So I got myself into an edit facility and I okay. just worked. And very quickly, I kind of got yeah. through. I was very lucky. Another few things kind of fell my way. Um, um, and uh, it was it was linear editing. We were editing on one-inch machines, yeah. you know, and it, this was uh, very rudimentary technology, but, but it was the cutting edge. Mm, and yeah. uh, people tended to edit in what we now call online. They'd come in to, to edit there. So you were doing creative editing. It wasn't a case of, you know, uh, you know, uh, getting a you know a edit list or an avid out. You know, you say here, this is the program, and you conform it. Then mm. this was editing within the within the room. Okay. So I kind of got to definitely lear- start learning about editing. Yeah. And that was really interesting. There's a lot to be said for that the, the craft element of that. You know. Well, you were learning. Um, uh, it's interesting that everybody can now operate in a nonlinear world, so you can just yeah. keep flipping ideas around, flipping pictures, just keep moving them around. Yeah, different. Yeah, different. Pro- it'll happen. Different projects for the same yeah, things. But but then you start. But then when you're working with linear, which the odd thing was, you said, right, well, I have to start with this shot. Now, what shot will go after that? You really had to consider. Right. And also, we were in a. Uh, you couldn't drop down generations. You know, so you had to retain. You had to. Uh, this is oh, it's very complicated. It's very old fashioned. But <laughs> anyway, listen. It was linear. You couldn't make. You couldn't really redo your your decisions easily. Yeah. So so that was that. So just progressed on from there. And I, I was lucky then. I managed to meet a guy who got me into nonlinear editing. I worked in the first avid in the country, which was amazing. Right. And yeah. it was just, like it was just so simple. It, yeah. Like yeah. it was even strobed. The pictures were strobing, as in, you know, it couldn't play back 25 frames okay. a second. Yeah, yeah. But like all these things, tech, you know, it was yeah, great yeah. to see it. And one thing, uh, and everybody seems to be really, you know, on this is like getting on top of the technology is a great thing. And, and it's a great tool and it's there. But sometimes actually removing things is like the three minute pop song type of thing. You know, if I've got the constraints of this three minutes, what am I going to say within this? If I've got the constraints of this equipment, how am I going to tell that? It comes down. Yeah, to where's the duty of care for the shot? You know, what, how, how much are people actually thinking about this as yeah, they're putting it together? Absolutely, you know? exactly. Like it's like why am I doing this? Why am, why am I doing that now? Now everybody who knows me will laugh now because I'll just shoot all day long. Like right. now, you know, I have <laughs> yeah. no ratios. Yeah. I have no ratios. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fuck yes. uh, somebody called me Jerry morning, noon and night. It was hilarious. <laughs> I just literally, and and I even got to the point where it was in the DV days when we we're filming uh, like little documentaries and that. I'd even st- just put a tape in and just hit record and just and when that tape jammed, I'd put yeah. another tape in and yeah. just keep rolling yeah, because yeah. you end up finding that you were catching people, you know. They, once they knew that the camera, when I was doing that kind of obdoc mm. style, yeah. you know, the camera's on me. When I meet you the first time, I might shake your hands and I won't have the camera. And I said, yeah. next time you see me, I'll have the camera. And pretty much then, mm-hmm. I'll always have the camera on me. Yeah. So then they stop seeing you as right. the person. They see you as this lump person with this other lump yeah. and they forget about the camera then after a while so right. that's been great obduck uh, you know tip yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. And so what was kind of the first project were you pitching ideas to get them made <laughs> initially initially yeah. i tried it initially yeah. i tried it but um i was um if you ma- I think i was in my 30s when i started directing properly okay so uh our first thought like probably when i turned 30 i started doing commercials and right. that was very interesting yeah but at the same time, uh, I got some opportunities. A company that I was working for said, oh, I think you could direct this, you know, kind of little docker style thing. Yeah. So I started working on that. And um, I started realizing 
sorry. I thought the actors were better in the in real life <coughs> than they were in the in the in the commercial that I was working in. Okay, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's just they were. The problem was they were acting. They weren't having to act. They were, they were just trying to be, you know. Yeah. And, and your and your job was to try and make them be. So it was a lot easier as a director because you weren't actually trying to get them to go to another or spot to perform. Perform. Yeah. You're just literally trying to find a way to get them as a complete. That's why so many actors are woeful auditioners. You know. Yeah, I can well believe it. Uh, actually, I, I say, oh, like some of the things I had to see, like I had to see a man, watch a man pretending to have a shower. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I were going. I don't know. Well, yeah. It wasn't Tom Selleck, was it? Yeah. Was this commercial with Tom Selleck years ago where he's in the shower giving it all but that's, There you go. The, yeah. gigs, the gigs you guys do, which is fair play, you know. But, but anyway, yeah, so I kind of, I just started, um, I was pitching ideas mm. and it was hard. It was that chicken and egg thing. It was hard to get commissioned, you know. So then I just started working for people. Yeah. And, then, and then I had this imperative of a small person and then, you know, pr- pressure started you know, impinging there, and you realise, you yeah. realise, right, well, you know. So what I did do, what I did was, I said, jobs are really, really hard. Television and the film business is so, so difficult. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to concentrate on documentaries because this is where my heart was. But also, I said, if I'm going to be away from this small person, I'm going to be away doing something that maybe when she's bigger, she may put in, a, in, in, yeah. a, in, 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 you know, in a whatever device yeah. <laughs> or yeah. online or whatever yeah. and watch that. And yeah. I, I might be dead and gone, but at least she's yeah. seen something. Some legacy. Some make legacy. And also, um, you know, to try and do something go- good. Mm. Like, you know, so, you, so all the time, I tell me, I make a doc, it's, even though I'm, I find myself as a jobbing director, yeah. I have to find where my heart is connected to it and I have to find the reason why I'm making it yeah. as validly as, as if I came up with the idea myself. Okay. So it has to have an element of transparency for you. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. I, 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 I'm, I, I don't think I've ever made anything that I've, I've gone, I'm turning up. I'm yeah. just turning up what or I'm trying to do. Or I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure probably somebody will be able to throw something at me. But, uh, <laughs> but like, no, I, I always yeah. feel that I, I like wh- whatever it is, I try to try to try to there's an integrity within yeah. the film and within myself. And I think you've got that's what you've got to do. Uh, you can't just turn up. And also, you know, lots of people talk about docs and you, you know, and they talk about like, oh, God, I'd love to get into documentary. I'd love to get into documentary. Time is the big thing about docos. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's either that is either time spent with people, time spent filming with people, time spent in the edit. It's it's that's what it is. That's yeah. what makes it go to that other level. Yeah. Um it's the same with any um you know god art form I suppose uh, but you have to put the commitment into it. Yeah. And a lot of people like find that they you know and this is where the business is there can be a business where you go I can turn up and you know do my shift as it were yeah. and come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know whereas for me that doesn't you know it's it's on all the time and that's yeah. a bit of a curse as well. So as a jobbing director, then what stage of the project do you normally come on? A lot of times um, it would be just when it's commissioned or you might be, uh, you know, sort of earmarked at the beginning, um, you know, when it's going in to be to be pitched, say, to the BAI, the Broadcasting Authority, looking for funding or, you know, through RTE or that, that kind of thing. And like everything in this game, it's, uh, you know, it is filled with rainbows and moonbeams there's a lot of talk about everything you know and yeah. this is go- we're gonna and you know it, it sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't <laughs> and I've, I've 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 come i've come to the conclusion you know i've just been happy i'm happy with that i generally try and go with the next job right like i don't really 
and this is probably loads of people who are directors that go, oh my God, how's he doing that? You know? But like it becomes because it's a job, a part of it has to be a job and have to deliver an income home. And in Ireland, you're not going to get paid, you know, the rates that you could get paid maybe elsewhere, you know, and that's the way it is. It's a small yeah. island and there's nothing you can really do about that. Okay. So, which means that you kind of have to just keep going from job to job. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I was, um, I'm, anytime I meet, much younger people are saying, you know, you have somebody from college coming out with you. I'm mm. always trying to impress upon them that, you know, I kind of, well, editing was great. I did 10 years editing and I, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I love the editing process and I love it to this day. Yeah. So I think I could still be an editor, you know, you yeah. know, in, in my heart. I could, I could just, I could do that. It's, a, it's brilliant. It's yeah. so creative. Yeah. Um, but I always, I always say, I'm always trying to tell people, you know, try and find your, where your target is and try and get there as quickly as you can because in your in your 20s because when you start getting into your 30s it's harder to kind of you know to do those you know projects that yeah. you just I just want to do this because I love it yeah. because you might find yourself with other you know, um, you know responsibilities. And responsibilities well there's ramifications isn't yeah, there yeah, yeah. so that's that's a thing but but like you know you can do it now and oh god almighty you can so you can get yeah. your you can get your idea out there you can pilot your small, like, notion of an idea. Like, more and more, uh, you know, commissioning editors are looking for, like, tester ideas. Yeah. And, you know, you film something, you you can do it yeah. now, you know. And particularly yeah. if you're looking for that break in the beginning mm. stages of your career, yeah, why not? Just yeah. go ahead and film. Like, you know, um, you know, you act, you know, you, you direct, yeah, yeah, and sh- yeah. You sh- but you shoot. You, everybody does everything, yeah. and I think that is the key. I mean, yeah. I think uh, the, the your goal um, should be to be a filmmaker, and that could be that you are like an editor full time but you're still part of that process you know i think everybody who comes into the job and uh, people that i work with any anybody like for example the latest thing i did about hurling a uh, series on hurling and uh, the editor there greta olay unbelievable woman yeah. never saw a ball being pucked in her life right. yeah. and, and 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 i went yeah great this is great greta would be perfect because greta's a, an artist yeah. and and she's going to learn it all yeah. and then and then greta is going to take ownership yeah. And and you've got to, as a director, that's I think one of the things you've got to encourage people to to feel that they're part part of this journey. As I say, the benevolent dictator thing, but it's yeah, yeah. that's a, partly a joke. But it is yeah. you've got to want people to invest in it mm-hmm. as much as you are, you know, and not in a kind of a Machiavellian way. It's actually just to go, why not do the best thing you yeah. can do? Yeah. You know, like that's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, if you're shooting it. You know, yeah. why, you know, of course bring your A-game. You know, yeah. if you're editing it, that's what I like. And I want to see people throwing those ideas, you know, yeah. and, and, and like even ideas that I've I, I never even thought I could think yeah. of, you know. Yeah, yeah. What what do you do when someone doesn't bring their A-game? Uh, I've just kind of evolved, you know, a little group of, of people now at this point. You know what I mean? So I don't, you have I, your, I, your Eastward, Eastward crew kind of thing? Yeah, well, God, it sounds awful pretentious but no I mean you know the people who are going it's a small small business yeah, yeah. you know and you and you know the, those and, 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 and I mean to be honest there's so many more of them out there that I haven't worked with you know and I know they're incredible talents yeah, yeah. you know so uh, the job will come along yeah. Yeah. I mean the thing is you see as I keep saying it's a tough tough game and the game winnows out the people who can't do it. And I mean, no, and I don't mean that they don't have the talent. They don't. Yeah, they get picked of off the herd. It's tenacity. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, 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 you know, and no, knowing that this is for you. Yeah. And, and if it's not, eventually, uh, for a time, you know, you kind of go, oh God, you know, can I keep doing it? And, and you realise that the business 
we'll let you go. This is the way it's been. This is the way it's always been. Yeah. Like, we're not far from where the Theatre Royal was. Right. <laughs> you know, so back in the day, people were getting gigs there to go and dance in the Theatre Royal or be in the band in the Theatre Royal or being, you know, and this is like going, you know, 40s, 50s. And then suddenly the Theatre Royal, now it's gone. Yeah. And you go, well, the business just, that's the way the business goes. Yeah. And you will, you will leave it and it, it, it will trundle on mm. because that's what it is. It's this kind of art yeah. form. And that's, uh, uh, regardless of anything, it's uh, films, it's yeah. television, it's, yeah. you know, acting, uh, theatre. It's yeah. just this world, just, it will just keep going. <laughs> and you sign on for a while yeah. and then eventually it falls out. You fall out of love with it. Yeah. No, not you. Not it's not like you know. You, people go, oh, the business is this business that, and you go, well, no, this is just the way it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. It, it makes you, it helps you sleep at night. Yeah, and <laughs> how, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, and it's something we like to talk about because it's not something people really talk about that much in the industry. But ways have you figured out ways to kind of fortify yourself? How do you have a life? You know, you have. Uh, a child and a family. Two. Yeah, one of them's now. You know, she's going to be a primary school teacher. So oh, she's, wow, okay. she's 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 sorted. Yeah, yeah. And actually, she's smart because she wants to be a primary school teacher, but she also is interested in this world. Wow. So, um, and I think that's smart because, yeah. funnily, you know, and a lot of my friends are working the in the uh, in the education sector, yeah. and it's brilliant. And yeah. for the person who really wants to learn how this game works, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Mm. But equally. I know many people who are, you know, molecular cell biologists who are producers, right. uh, you know, who <laughs> yeah, are, yeah. you know, who are, uh, I do a lot of my work now with uh, Crossing the Line Productions based out of Wicklow. Mm-hmm. I think every one of them is a zoologist in that building. Right. I don't, they're not, none of, and, and, and they do wildlife stuff. Yeah, but they yeah. do other stuff. I work with yeah. John Murray, the main producer there and yeah. uh, the owner of the company and he, We've done historical stuff, yeah. you know, together, like for, oh, we've worked together for the last 25 years, you know, yeah. on yeah. various projects and yeah. biographical. Um, recently, they're, so they're sitting on two Emmys now for work on The Farthest, which was about the Voyager space yeah, program. Yeah, we watched it recently. Yeah, yeah. so and amazing. With Ema Reynolds, and work, amazing work, and that was John Murray's pr- production company. And also their Wild Ireland mm-hmm. uh, natural history series, yeah. which I did the Oskelga version. Oh, right. um, so that was at least I got a little attachment, but it's yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. are two no, two Emmys for them. Yeah. But they, like they, they're, but their attitude is about let's make great stuff. So yeah. it's not actually really about like have you done whatever course in whatever college, because a lot of it is really, it, it's about as I keep saying, it's like something that you feel it's an itch you can't stop scratching. It's yeah, just yeah. something you feel you're, but equally have other interests. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta gotta have some some diversions. Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta have an amazing family. That's the one. That's the one thing you know. And they'll be laughing if they ever listen to this, you know, because that's the brilliant thing about them. They, they'll never they go. Yeah, okay, my wife just go. Oh yeah, yeah. Still, but still, still playing, making the program. Still, yeah. making, still yeah. making the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she, but like that's um, you gotta you gotta have that, and, and the business can be very tough on on that. We 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 all we all know that, and actually. The generations before, I think it's getting smarter now. I think people are working smarter hours, and that doesn't mean to say their quality is dropped. They're trying to they're trying to get some kind of balance. Yeah, I know that. But when I was starting off, particularly as an editor, the machines never really worked. So you you find yourself booked for a day's edit that would go overnight because the machine would 
you know, you'd be out under trying to get something working, okay. replacing, a, you know, a, a card or something like that. Yeah. So, so, and then you had the next day's job, you know, when you're if yeah. in that world. I'm now telling the computer exactly where he can it, stick it, a it, lifetime it, supply of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, Jeannie, <laughs> oh man, there was some machines that really... Boop, 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 boop. I remember an engineer coming in and literally kicking this machine. Yeah, it was a one-inch machine and it just occasionally just decided, I don't want to work. <laughs> and, and you're in the middle and there's an agency inside you're doing, trying to do a commercial oh my god it was awful but like so they're trying to be smarter so people are that's great yeah. and you, uh, you try and get that level of health, healthiness but that generation I mean the amount of you know separations and you know, m- you know marriages break down Jesus. marriage breakdown was just massive because yeah. the business was just hideous for that and right. then you know actually the other great thing I noticed was um, even though we all probably most of us all drink here and everybody goes knows how to party but God, back in the day, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Lunchtime pints kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah, there was that. And then I remember working with one editor um, and it was like it, to discuss the edit, we had yeah. to go and have pints yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of going, I think I'd like to go home. Yeah. You know? But anyway, they're great yeah. guys. I had a great time. Like, I sound like the oldest man in the world. Yeah, <laughs> But it is, but, you know, I never really think about these things. So that's quite interesting yeah. that you're making me go back in my mind. To, <laughs> to it's that, like reeling in the years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus. This is your life. Your yeah. Oh, career. God. Yeah. I, made, I made a documentary about that man, Eamon Andrews. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was with uh, Mint Productions, uh, Mira McCallaghan and, uh, and Steve Carson's oh, production yeah. company back in the day, the, yeah. in the in the. In the they, they would have done like the Charlie High. They did. They did High. They did Bertie. Yeah. The, uh, like the political stuff. Then, but I was kind of, I'm kind of like the emotional heart. So okay. uh, Steve would always bring me in to bring to do uh, kind of those kind of slightly okay. quirky kind yeah. of things. But yeah, he was an interesting guy. Yeah, Eamon Andrews. He kind of broke the mold for a lot of Irish people in the you know Terry Wogan st- t- yeah. style. And mm-hmm. I do have a memory of my father like this is your life being on the television. That was his yeah. program. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I have a memory of my father like just pointing at him and, uh, and saying he's from Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, you guys, this is what you can do. Yeah, you guys probably don't really have uh, had that experience, and it's a great that you're mm. in a world that's far broader and mm. wider, and it doesn't matter what your nationality or anything about you is. It's just can you do it? Yeah, Are, have you got the idea or whatever? But back then, there was definitely right. a. You know, oh God, we're, you're never going to get off this rock. Really? Yeah, which yeah. was, the, the 80s were pretty miserable. Oh, well, you know, turn on BBC now and you, most of the voices you hear, well, or at least a large portion are Irish yeah. accents. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. The, the and vocally Irish, Irish as well, which is really interesting. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, much yeah, retaining yeah, yeah, their yeah, own identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think the internet is such a game changer. Like your daughter's a, a YouTuber, like yeah. they don't care. They yeah. don't care where you're from. Absolutely they not. Care about at all. content. And and uh, I'm not, <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna give myself a guild. I don't know. I, content, that's a very interesting word. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they 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 feel that, you know, they they they're saying something. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe I just don't know what they're saying. Yeah, let's, I don't ha- get, let's have a I, chat about Casey uh, Neistat. I don't get it. I don't I you know. That's a whole like rabbit it, hole. When you look at something like this, we're actually trying to drill into something, mm, which yeah. you hope in some way, shape, or form, there's a minor nugget yeah. of something that, you know. And sure, I'll listen to this podcast and I'll listen to other directors and go, oh, I've yeah. never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what it's that's yeah. what it's about, you know, a bit of, bit of dialoguing. And it yeah. doesn't really happen a lot with directors. I know there's a Screen Directors Guild, so they'll shoot me. And I don't go to enough of that th- so that's bad but like it is good to be <laughs> talking you know what it or is just yeah, to hear other talking. people's yeah, perspectives yeah 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 because yeah, yeah, we all have a little different journey and and we're on and that's the thing i like about documentaries we're all trying to we've all got a story a little narrative yeah. it's, uh, but yet all the time it's always universal that's yeah. the thing yeah. i can't yeah. understand uh, amazed like i'm been effectively making the same documentary for 25 years <laughs> 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 which is like you know are you passionate 
Mm. Or have you got an emotional kind right. of heart? You know, yeah, are yeah. You, like, are you going to resonate with somebody? You know, yeah, these yeah. things. Um, let's talk about the how you approach pro- like projects that are not people who are normally on TV. So, like, you know, sports stars and that kind of thing. They're yeah, kind yeah, of used to talking completely. Mm. Yeah, you're, and you're actually, ironically, uh, just to, to flip that on its yeah. head. When I, when I did the, the the game, the story of hurling, um, I, I was meeting a lot of a lot of you know like unbelievable talents in, yeah. in the hurling world, yeah. but had been on television a lot. Yeah. So there was a point where all the interviews were um, I kind of set up the situation that it was like a room with just me and yeah. the person. I shot you know with an eye direct and you know you know lit it, dressed it all and they'd come in and yeah. just I just make sure the mic was in and then sat down and then I was rolling. I was rolling from the time they came in the door, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. And because they, they go, are you rolling? I go, oh yeah, I've been rolling for hours. Um, <laughs> um, and actually it's really weird because everybody then just kind of goes, oh, have you? Oh, oh that was, you didn't right. go, now we're rolling, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing was, you had to kind of go to a point with them where they went off the, I'm the usual, uh, you know, doing my, you know, and Sunday game and all this, yeah. all this. It's brilliant, you know. Yeah, they yeah. do the great, great programs, like uh, great programs in there. You know, they have to, it's live and you have to keep things moving and you have to, yeah, that's all really, really important. But like, by the, on the flip side is, it's the time where you go, no, I'd really like to hear Anthony Daly talk for a while. Yeah. So my, my mission was really, how long could I keep them in the chair? Right. So I'd be kind of, even though I'm a gabber, as you yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'd make it my business to make sure they felt it was an extended conversation. And they just kept talking and talking and talking. And it's when they went into that other zone is when the real... I mean, I'm not saying there's a m- more truth to what they said there, but it was a more emotional uh, Yeah, yeah it's, it's that runner's kind of 10-minute exactly. you know, thing where yeah. after 10 minutes, they're not... They're coasting, it's autopilot, and they're just speaking. Absolutely. They're not that's conscious ex- of red lights or mics or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hang on to that, that idea. That's exactly what it is. But then on the other side of it is then you have to... If you're meeting people who, who, who have got a story to tell and, and they... It's oddly, actually, a lot of people already understand the grammar of television. By this stage, I suppose mm. you'd expect it. You know, they yeah. kind of know, yeah. like, what they kind of have to do yeah. in a mm. weird way. Yeah. Uh, you know, even it's just subconscious, uh, yeah. which is amazing. But then you just have to, uh, I would feel it's, again, time again. You know, just spending hours and hours and hours. I, I remember I did a, 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 a story about a film about child carers um, and... Uh, we were hours and hours and hours in particular families. Lovely, lovely young woman now, Shauna, and with children and everything. But she was minding her, her mother, Brenda, and Brenda was, uh, you know, slowly dying from multiple cirrhosis. So, but it was only at about midnight one night. I think it was midnight. Yeah, some, somewhere around that kind of time. We were just there. And we, they were hanging around as usual. You know, it's really funny, you know. They, they, but anyway, I kind of just threw this line of... of because you want to see if you can get a conversation going. And I said, oh, God, you know, you guys are really, I've been saving this line because it's such an obvious one. You know, it's a bit of a role reversal thing. You're like the mom and you're like the daughter, you know, flipping Brenda and, and mm-hmm. Sean. And, uh, uh. Yeah. and they just started chatting. And uh, I was with the uh, sound recordist, Mick, Mick uh, Casty, and uh, we came out about 3 a.m. And I went, we both looking at each other going, that was real documentary, wasn't it? Like, it was so funny, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? The yeah. purest, purest that form. Weird. That kind of just happened, didn't it? Right. We were literally standing outside the car, by the car yeah. for another 20 minutes afterwards going, did you feel that as well? That was yeah. mad, you know? And, and that's what you're doing. You're kind of setting up the, the, you know, the area for people to allow them to just be. And, safe and, space. And, yeah, safe space. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I'd love to, yeah, hear more about the game. Um, what's it recently? 
absolutely. Is it still available on the RTE player? Yeah, I think we're getting to the end of the episode one. Mm. I, I think. I yeah. think it's getting near. I looked at it. Yeah. Be a few more days, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So we we'll be encouraging people. Uh, uh, well, it's it's great. I mean, uh, the more people who don't know anything about hurling, yeah, who watch it, the better, yeah, yeah, uh, because that's who I was. Like Jorgen yeah. Klopp, for example. Yeah. Was it <laughs> if or, you're listening? Well, I think I think I think the soccer lads could take a tip yeah. or two, you know, from um, the system there and make them. Yeah, watch it. yeah. like because uh, um, I I I graded all the levels of uh, altercation. Because uh, I went through all the rushes. It's the only yeah. way to do it, really. And I tagged, you know, with the way you can kind of yeah. put your markers and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had to give myself codes of what, what I was looking for. Yeah. So I had, uh, you know, manly handbags, argy bargy, <laughs> or aggro. <laughs> yeah. Of levels of, you know, wherever the lads were, you know. Because manly, the they, 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 talk about, they talk about themselves, you know, manliness of the game. And what well, it is, they front up and they, yeah. and they take things. And, and actually... That's the that's the thing. It's the passion, you know. That was the thing that kind of hooked me in quite mm. quite quickly. Yeah. But basically, yeah, uh, how it came about, um, uh, 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 crossing the line productions. Uh, the the owners, John Murray's dad, played for Portomna and played, uh, um, uh, I think, minor, uh, hurling. But his entire life until he died uh, only a year ago, had been pretty much saying, "John, you've got to make a program about hurling." You know, because John has made. Films all over the world. Yeah. They're currently editing something that they're doing, The Wildlife of Cuba. Wow. So they've won umpteen number of awards, yeah. and particularly uh, Wildlife, uh, there's a kind of a Jackson Hole as a particular festival, and they've won that Wildlife Emmy a few times, beating kind of Blue Planet and stuff. And this is wow. like great. Another country, another, but this is the great thing about you know Ireland. All these yeah. companies are coming out, you know, you yeah. know, and for a while, you know, you, you couldn't trip over, but you know, uh, an animation company that's yeah. in. But yeah. uh, I think crossing the line productions just don't get enough uh, yeah, kudos because yeah. they just chip away out in Wicklow making yeah. their things and yeah, that's shooters yeah. where it's everything's going to be on Reds and everything's yeah. going to be on Phantoms and it's you know yeah. and so I, I've been working with it for years and they kind of brought me in to do a few wildlife stu- uh, things mm. but anyway this hurling thing just kind of grew grew legs and luckily uh, within RTE commissioning editor there um, Colin O'Callaghan is a hurling nut yeah. and was had kind of kept championing across the line doing this because it was a case of you guys will use your wildlife sensibilities and also the work, the way wildlife operates is you do foley, you can't really record mm. sound in the field, you know, you, you know, we, we're shooting the best of cameras, grading, grading with one of the, you know, the, with really the best cinematic, people. like exactly. attention to detail. Yeah. Almost, yeah. if you've ever seen the Zidane documentary, yeah, yeah. that kind well, of I, level I, of detail. That's a bit of a sore point because I did <laughs> rip off Zidane <laughs> for, for hurling because I went to the sound designer. It's poetry. Uh, it's yeah. Went to the sound designer, um, uh, Paul Finan, who's based out in Wicklow, another unbelievable talent and just people just go directly there to get their yeah. mixing done. He's a, he's a, he basically foleyed the entire project. Yeah. So if, when you watch that film and you hear the clashes and the grunts and the mm. people, the shirts being pulled and the everything. eshplint hitting yeah. other eshplint and slither. Exactly, you're gonna. That's Paul Finan's work, and wow. uh, like it just is exceptional. Yeah. Um, and to work with a guy with that talent and to work with every, anybody who's 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 working on this project, we were really all went. We realized quite quickly there was a bit of a sacred thing. And you start meeting the hurlers and you realize because because. You know, you remember that there we play minority sports in the world, mm-hmm. but they play a minority sport within the minority sports. <laughs> yeah. So that in itself is makes them really, you know, on this other. Uh, they, it's almost they're so uh, 
noble. I know it's all this kind of warrior. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of it is yeah. kind of sounds like claptrap on a certain level. But then other times you meet them and go, no, God, these guys are quite like knights of old or something. Right, they've got, yeah. they got something going on in their head that they're, that's not just a game. Yeah. And, and then very quickly I realised it wasn't a game. It, it, was a, yeah. it wasn't anything to do with the stick and a ball. Yeah, that's Medieval. But part of us, part of our, like when, you, when you're out, you know, and hearing a ball being poked, you know, like well, yeah. that sound, that clash mm. of, of, of the ash, yeah. it, it's, it's electrifying. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And like they're using the stick as a kind of a, it's, it's, it, it defends them. It allows them to, you know, attack. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's it's on another plane. And yeah. I and I, I, I like you know I, you know I keep saying I drank the Kool Aid really quickly because you <laughs> what you come in on these on, uh, as a documentary maker your best attribute is to actually have no knowledge of what you're making you know except trying to chase you know what what it is about it but like mm-hmm. I found it quite quickly um, right. it yeah. really it's yeah. an electrifying game and then the people who are who are playing it were able to go when you're interviewing them to that other place. Almost like a place of spirituality, a place of poetry. It sounds. I mean, I can't believe I'm even saying no, these but things. If, if but, it de- watch but it, it, but it get, had that effect on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was an, emo- uh, an emotional connection. And do you, always, you obviously don't always have that? Oh, well, I mean, you have it in various degrees because you're always chasing that. Mm. I mean, because like that's what you want. You like nobody watches a television program to learn how to. I don't know. You know, make a table. They, you know, you're learning. You know why the person makes the table. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and what is the. What is their life's journey and why are they why are they doing it? And particularly, like uh, uh, the only thing that I could say, uh, you know, generally connects nearly everything I've done is is excellence on some level, and 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 we are all fascinated by the people who who are excellent. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it's almost like a fetish. I just kind of. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing more satisfying than watching someone do something well. It blows me away. <laughs> like you know, I, you know how I mean, do they do that? How do they do that? Why do they do that? What's what's motivating them? It's like the you know the. You know, I was in, uh, playing bands as well. And it kind of the, you know, the, you know that that singer, that performer who goes right out on the edge, yeah, yeah. and you go, God, would I ever be that brave to go out that far on the edge? Yeah. And we're always fascinated by the people. Yeah. Like you look at, like yesterday, I stood next to Joe Canning after the the game uh, against Limerick, and he's lost, and he had the last chance, he had the last puck of the game to get them back in, right? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I've I've uh, luckily I've stood near him when he's done. When he's done it, yeah, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and this time he was standing alone, just looking at the ground. Wow! And I'm standing, I've got the camera, and I'm going, "Oh no, I'm filming him, and I have to film it." I just, yeah, you know, because yeah, I have to. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also going, "Oh God, this guy, he's yeah. so good. this is magic, but I, it's so sad." Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really sad. You feel like just put the camera down, give him a hug. Yeah. But he really, he like, you know, you're looking at these people that you go, "This is like, you know, a lot of us would be kind of going." Oh, you know, I just missed it or whatever. You know, this is they're yeah, wor- they're working yeah, on a different plane, yeah. and this is where other it's not it's sports. Yes, I did. I fo- followed natural national hunt jockeys for a season. A guy called Davy Russell. I don't. Yeah, 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 I'm familiar. Yeah. Le- legend, legend of the game. A man whose heart is right out there. Yeah. Like, and he is two hundred percent. But yet, in the same beat, like I remember him walking to this amazing. He was on a pressurized race, major pressurized race. And I was doing the kind of, you know, the, you know, the wrestler shot. I kept talking about the wrestler shot. Walking, walking behind the guy. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. coming out of the dressing room and I'm following him, following him. <coughs> and, like, and Davey would kind of, kind of occasionally, you know, pretty much tell me to bugger off, you know. And, I, and rightly so at times, you know. You know. And after a previous race, he literally turned and I came up to him. <laughs> after he got off the horse and he went... but this time and he was going out for one of the most pressurised races of of his career because it was where it was leading to 
and he walks and then he stops and drops on his honkers because a little kid is there sign my program Davey type of thing yeah. and he literally just stopped and I'm going how do you do that yeah. like you know that you're you're you know you're in this other zone yeah. mm-hmm. and then you go no this kid really you know and he understood yeah. that this is a really important moment for that child yeah you know yeah. and yeah, yeah. and you go and vice versa there's a humility in that oh yeah. amazing amazing so like you know top of the game and then yeah. yet actually no no yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm just another guy passing through and this kid could be the next great yeah. and I'm not going to ruin that kid's chance yeah. you know of like going you know those yeah, guys yeah. are all so it's a, it's amazing so it's just a, it like it, so with the game with the story it kind of one of the things that Colm in, in RTE was kind of keen that we wanted to try and connect back to an because the game even though it's how many thousand years old? Yeah, it didn't exist or didn't grow in a vacuum. Yeah, so it's been a, 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 you know been influenced by society all mm-hmm. along the way yeah. at various stages. So he was gone. Let's try and keep it rooted in there all the time. And yeah. then I just had you know with Greta Olay editing, she had this great ability to be able to blend. You know, so I'd say, oh, this is the story here, and this is like uh, we, it took us a while to figure out how the chapters uh, yeah. it's broken down the chapters yeah. how that was working. Although I'd always kind of said this, we were writing a book. Right. That was the first thing that I said at the beginning, which okay. is kind of interesting that ultimately we ended up with a program that had chapters in it. You yeah, know, yeah, Which yeah. kind of amusing. Uh, you know, but these things, a lot of them are really organic ideas. You know, like, you know yourselves, you know, you, you make things like, um, you don't, you go out with a plan and then you, you change the plan, as I always say, uh, but you're also leaving yourself open to letting the program tell you what it wants to be as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let the tide take you out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and you're, the big first, the first program took longer to cut. The whole project took way longer to cut anyway. Because, but crossing the line and RTE had a real commitment to wanting this not to just be a sports doc, mm. and, and it became a social to be a document, doc. to yeah, be a document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean, it really. Uh, I I think it is. It's gonna. I really feel it'll stand the test of time. Um, it's yeah. and it's it's a rare little gift that you have that you know in your life yeah. that you get a project that you you know. That you you know that everybody because all of them are your babies you know and all yeah, that and whatever yeah, but yeah. like but then when everybody's going oh no no that that's a special one as yeah. well and yeah that's your high achiever yeah you go you go that's amazing so so promise myself I won't do this today. yeah I know I know I know it's kind of it's sad but no but it, it, it's beautiful They're well done yeah. and, I'm, and like I, I'm chuffed to have done it yeah I watched the the final yesterday and I watched it in a different way okay you know I was looking at it different because it would have. I, I wouldn't know that much about Ireland. I've always enjoyed it, but after watching the the program, you know, the three hours, I was like, you know, I, I, I'm a fan now. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I, I suppose, in a way, there's, there's, like, I'll, I'll be able to tell you the bits that I'd love to have in, and hopefully, at one point, I might try and do, you know, if there's ever a chance of being able to see extra scenes, that yeah. would be great. There's a few little beats there yeah, that I yeah. would like to get in. But we managed the thing. We real we we had to figure out quickly that um, any one chapter had to carry an awful lot more than mm. than originally. Yeah, we're telling this story. We're yeah. talking about this thing. You know, it had to carry more. There resonance. must be an, an element of that as well of trying to make each episode kind of su- sustainable because yeah. people are coming in at different times. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. To try and hook a- them, a- I guess, and to kind of have that uh, an emotional journey. Yeah. in in one of, in the in the episodes. So we were very lucky that um you know say. Sean Overhalpine, uh, the cork hurler. Yeah. You know, man, there's a guy who committed to an interview. Wow. Uh, he's he was, he's more enthusiasm than any human being I've ever but, but seen he, before. He gave, <laughs> he, his interview was over three hours. Wow. wow. And, and, and he just 
you know, I, his love, his love of the sport is palpable. Yeah, he, but he, it's he so radiates wrapped up in his personal journey as well, his yeah. own story. But which became a bit of a gift for me because right. then you were able to have somebody who went on that journey, but also was an external viewer of yeah. the influences of that of that yeah. game. Yeah. So it wasn't just me trying to make things kind of you know to get it to get yeah. that across yeah. within the within sync within a body sync, and we were doing it yeah. like a, you know the whole in the episode one. There's a thing about the journey to Croke Park. Yeah. And um, and that in itself was, well, I Greta decided a really great yeah. decision. We had everybody talking about you know winning the All Ireland. Yeah. And she said, no, this guy Dahi Regan in in uh, from Offaly, mm. he tells it, and they all tell sort of like the same story a bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he he tells it. Yeah. And so and then we broke off from him nice. for other people to yeah. come in to yeah, come yeah. in and, and lift that up. Yeah. But it's great to have that you know the moments where there's one voice and yeah. uh, but also the universal voice. Yeah. So yeah, Sean did that. He he, he by being the external, he, yeah. he was a real reliable. You know, you're always yeah, looking for the reliable narr- narrator, yeah, and yeah. he really played that. Played yeah. that not you know when you say play that part. I mean, you know, it's a hilarious thing with docos. You start talking about it and people say these words like casting and stuff. Like that. It's really yeah. weird. It's because because yeah, yeah. it's an odd one to me because like I just go, these are just people, yeah. and I don't really you know yeah, this yeah. is that person's story yeah, as opposed yeah. to that person's story. But yeah. when you say casting for, and yeah. I understand intellectually what's being asked for. You know, you know, we all yeah. do. We need a person about that, but it's great to just um to to d- discover them because like you know there's no there's n- any one of the nearly 60 interviews I did that nobody was uh, was guaranteed that we were going to get what we thought we were going to get with them mm. yeah. if that makes yeah, any no, sense and they, yeah. you know because you are a leap of faith and they are yeah. and, and they are only turning up for interviews yeah, yeah. but I, I assume what you're striving for is that symbiosis in that moment talking to another human being <clears throat> where there's no guards up on either yeah. side and that's when you get that yeah. emotional kind of yeah yeah, yeah absolutely connection. absolutely and also the I, I think because of that they start realizing that you're actually not really doing what they even probably thought you were going to do. I mean, mm. the famous quote I throw out all the time, but there's a great truism in it that, you know, Joe Canning uh, came to do the interview and he um, he said, you know, we've been talking for about 20 minutes about hurling and we haven't actually talked about hurling, you know. Yeah. And mm. a lot of them kind of made that observation yeah. because it was I was going, well, we're talking about life in hurling, yeah. you know, yeah, and yeah. your experiences yeah. and all, yeah. all, all, all of that. And it's, and it's not even... But then a few of them... W- had to kind of, as I said, divorce themselves from the notion of going, I'm talking about this point mm. or this thing that I did or this action. You know, it becomes yeah. Yeah. more than that. I, like, I mean, I, I interviewed them and I asked them, yeah. like, at a particular score or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, we were very lucky. Like, uh, we got a great, we went, we filmed nearly every game possible. Yeah. So, um, and we, we would have a couple <laughs> of Phantoms and a couple yeah. of Reds. Lovely, and yeah. uh, then I was, shoot, I was shooting on the FS7, which I think is an unbelievable camera. It's classic, um, yeah. uh, um, And, uh, so I'd be more ho- roaming around mm. a bit, um, but um, we three cameras on that day that all caught Austin Gleeson scoring against Cork. He scores a, a solo run point against Cork in the semi-finals last year, and it's it's like hands down one of the most amazing pieces of skill. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and three of our cameras got him because yeah. just the way the it's angles amazing. were, and yeah, yeah. you know, there's no real guarantee. It's very hard because we're not filming a live game, yeah. so the games generally. You know they have multiple cameras and there are a lot of wide shots to be able to come back to the action and have yeah. people catch up. So we're hoping our camera people were having to you know focus pan frame yeah. at high speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me you got that. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, at the end of it, no. Do you know the mad thing is the buzz was so there that yeah. you'd kind of meet camera, you know, whoever Barry or Michael Donovan or Barry Donald and Michael Donovan did a lot of that, and yeah. Brian O'Leary, another young cameraman who came in, and we were talking about, you know, advice to people starting off. And yeah. Mike uh, Brian is a particularly great example. I, I love him. He's um. But I kind of said, uh, would you help me do some shoots or whatever? Because I need to do some pickups here and there or whatever. And he just took both hands. He said, here's an opportunity yeah. and took it and just blossomed. Right. Come back, show us footage. He said, you know, we talk a little bit about it. and he Smashed go, and it go. and you're like, you just go, this is amazing. You know, like, amazing. But this is but no, but it's brilliant <laughs> when people do that. You Exceeds know, your you know, expectations. And, and you've got to give people the, the, the opportunity to do all of that. Yeah, you can't yeah. just go, oh, yeah. I want that. Yeah. And, and sometimes I'm actually deliberately vague when I ask for things right. because I don't, I don't why would I say I need exactly that because even me going down to shoot it I'd end up changing my mind yeah. from whatever yeah. happens in front yeah, of me yeah. you know, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, but so an element of surprise me kid yeah. kind of thing but the thing is uh, after the Gleason point uh, I met everybody and I said D you know any key moments does anybody <laughs> yeah. spot anything yeah. during the yeah. and I was going no I think I did okay I think I did okay and it was only when I was assembling up I was, uh, I was the assistant, basically, to Greta. <laughs> I was assembling up the, uh, the that day's footage later, and I was picking them up, and I went, well, oh, there's a bit of Austin, there's Austin Gleason's point there shot in the, that's amazing, yeah. that's really great, so I just knocked, marked that down the alley. Yeah. Then I'm going through the next camera, there's a bit of Austin Gleason point, and then suddenly we had this scene where <laughs> yeah. it just, wow. the, uh, yeah, from a yeah. couple of different angles, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then the beauty part was Greta said, no, we have to do that, we have to show the, the actual TV yeah. version of it at the end of this point being played out. And you're like, fuck and, that. And it's literally like, it's like three seconds. Right. But yeah, we managed to yeah, get this yeah. incredible sequence about a development of a, you know, of, of a But it's so much game. more in that moment as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, a, you're it's at, a microcosm. Of but you're, you're looking at it, you're looking at a guy's life and, uh, and, and all the people who trained him and all the people who yeah, taught him moments. how to pop the Life is made up of moments yeah. and that's a moment. Yeah, distillation of yeah, that. Yeah. Ama amazing. So, yeah, so that was, that, that was just a yeah, yeah, slide. I'm yeah. sorry, I could keep grabbing. No, it's wonderful. I could listen to you all day. One of the things I loved was the third episode. I was kind of like, okay, I've, I think I know pretty much everything about Hurling, so I was like, "What? What's this episode going to be about?" And then you did the Kamobi sequence, yeah, and, or yeah. and I loved it. it so yeah, good. and and the thing is, um, you know, I I wouldn't have really done a lot of Twitter action, right? You, you know, up until this this because I really didn't, I didn't really know what it was about. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Uh, I, I, um, oddly, you know, I could see Facebook as that's my friends, and you know, yeah. and you're seeing kids growing up and all yeah, that's yeah. very lovely, <laughs> and even LinkedIn, I don't use, but like. Really, but I kind of say that's the business yeah. level of. But Twitter, I wasn't too sure. But then you could see, you know, the program kind of kind of reacting and gaining ground. But you'd see people going, "Oh yeah, well of course," and you're not you're doing Kamogi, you know, because yeah. it was in episode one. You go, "Well, see, the problem with that was, I, I wanted to try and make sure the storyline because we're going back from thousands of years, mm -hmm. and I wanted to make sure the storyline." We uh, narrative line just kept go moving forward, yeah. even though at times you might feel you were going a little bit back to go forward. Yeah. You, you, you know, within yeah, each yeah. chapter, the great thing about the chapters allowed me to have little pauses. Yeah. That was like, let's stall yeah. ball for a second, you yeah. know, foot in the foot, you know, foot in the ball, hold yeah. for a sec, yeah. and now we move on. Yeah. So, and it was that. But I kind of we we were we were Kamogi was like I shot that that was a great scene. I loved I, I shot most of that the uh, it was the that that that, that match and, yeah, and yeah. a lot of it was Ashley Thompson and I should have had her in the program but now okay, um, I can't yeah, be yeah, yeah that's yeah. my that's my story of my life build yeah. myself the biggest rod in the world and then proceed <laughs> to beat myself to <laughs> yeah. death with it. Um, but anyway so yeah um, but uh, we kind of said it's going to be hard to get the Kamogi story in the first 
beat because mm. it's got its own little history the yeah. fir- in the first chapter because yeah. when we're just trying to move the hurling story along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made sure there was there was camogie players, although I call them, you know, women hurlers. Yeah. You know, they're hurlers, you know, like yeah, the, um, and that's the thing. They are hurlers, you know. Yeah. So getting into the camogie thing was great. It was a nice moment to be able to flip yeah. back in time a little yeah. bit. Uh, that was a lo- lovely thing yeah. we were able to yeah. kind of do. Yeah. Go back to go forward. Yeah. So yeah, Greta... Um, Greta really had that great sensibility about that yeah. particular scene, and yeah. that was really she drove that because, um, and it was brilliant uh, to have it told from a woman's perspective as 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 well. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, like yeah. I'd hope all the editors that I worked with would have been able to do that as well. Yeah, you know, and I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't. I don't yeah. think. I yeah. think you've just got to be open to you know ideas and yeah. inventive storytelling. Yeah. But the lovely thing about that beat is it starts off, and you actually think it's about flow. You think it's about being in the moment of yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. And then you start realising, oh, I think they're all women that are in this. And then yeah. we're able to segue into Kenobi. Yeah. And that, that, was, uh, that was Greta yeah. at one of her best moments, I think. It was like, I mean, I actually really like watching that again because I think it's... Yeah. And, I, and, I, and and she'd taken a, a great piece of footage of that little girl in in the Kilkenny gear. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was filmed at a different game. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, I remember yeah. I was watching her and she was... Because I, I, I'd kind of float around a little bit and yeah. all the lads would film the game. I remember she stand there and she had the eye of the tiger. Yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's yeah. Oh, quite age. She's like nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or, and she just, and then she, she was mimicking the hurlers when they put their hurdy up yeah. to call for the, yeah. the ball, you know? Yeah, yeah. And she just pulls up, but she has this look. Do you remember yeah, that? Like yeah, that yeah, look yeah. is just yeah. mesmerizing. Yeah. And I'm going, wow. Actually, when you're looking at some of the footage, you're going, am I filming somebody who's going to be brilliant? Yeah. You know, yeah, you know there, cool. there was a little yeah. moment like yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah, of almost yeah, in a yeah, hoop yeah. dreams type yeah, moment. Yeah, where you, yeah. You, um, yeah, we could talk about this all day. But just one last question. Um, if there's any piece of advice that you could give to the young Jerry who was starting out, uh, what might that be? Yeah, hard one, hard one to say because I probably should have, even though I was dabbling in directing all the time yeah. you know even when I was editing I was yeah. always doing pop videos you know, right because mm. they were in, you know the 80s yeah. 90s they were yeah. pretty big you yeah, know, you know yeah, they, yeah. Like, I mean I'm sure they are a bit now but yeah. probably not so you know not the same impact but but they were, yeah. they're, they're a good little thing to kind of mm. test yourself out mm. on you know and it's quite a small thing so yeah. probably should have been doing that more although I was, was probably learning how to edit I, I just I just think you've got to keep making stuff yeah I, I was talking to a, a friend who's kind of starting on the, on the journey there and I was saying, just direct, just just get out and try and do something, try and come up with something, try and, you know, the universe will, you know, will will, will help you, you know, yeah. in a way, yeah. you know, if you're putting out the, uh, uh, this is an old hippie sort of talking, <laughs> but you put out the positive energy and you've got to be happy to be there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you get a job, when you get a chance, take the chance, if, you know, hopefully it's, it's, it's bringing you on the right direction. But as we talked ourselves even probably before, that, you know, this business is actually not really demarked as hard as it was. Mm. You know, you just because you're an editor, you don't have to be an editor mm. for the rest of your life. You don't have no. to keep, keep, you know, you don't like we all can and we all should be able to operate cameras. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason why you can't be on the side of a pitch somewhere. Now, obviously, the specifics within the camera. But once the camera's set up, yeah, it's really only, you know, an iris and focus yeah. you know, and yeah, you know, yeah. depending on the lens you know whatever but you, you kind of should be able to like people I, I, I see people we all take Instagram-y type stuff whatever but I'm kind of going like but take better photos you know yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think like we should all yeah. know how know a little bit about everyone's yeah and not in, a, not in that way of like going uh, you know being a master you know, jack of all trades it's actually just being able to fundamentally understand why somebody's doing it what they're doing it not just a case of you know oh you do the sound you know, yeah, you should be yeah. able to have a 
you know, a good mm. understanding of how, so all those elements are there. Yeah. You know, that, and you should be able to learn that. And my God, with YouTube, yeah. you can just learn anything. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, like it's amazing. I'm liking somebody I'm using this mic. Oh, uh, let me just uh, check. Some yeah. guy is there yep. telling me about this yeah. mic. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's all there. So, but you've got to keep uh, trying to see if you can do your own thing while at the same time being very, very open to taking any other project on board because you'll never know what you might learn and you'll be blessed. You'll meet somebody who's going to... I have never met... I've always met people who are just quite happy to tell you everything. Yeah. And isn't it really mad, you know, because you're ultimately telling, you know, what industry would call your IP, you know, your, yeah. you know or your, yeah. your kind of... Your, your USP your is not the big yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're saying, but like everybody, like I'll say anything to anybody, tell yeah. anybody, how'd you do that? This is how I did it. Yeah. And why? Why? I don't know. It's a, because ultimately we our USP is just us. Yeah. So yeah, it's they'll find out how to do anything. Any which anyway, way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but also, I think it's just we're probably fellow travelers. Are we? Yeah. You know, on the same kind of journey. Well, yeah. we can, you know, we can't gain experience on YouTube, though, can we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so make make yourself try 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 do small small things, mm. but also try and commit yourself to. To, to believing in yourself that you are that. Yeah. If this makes any sense. Even if, if you're you, not. If you think you want to be, well, <laughs> fake it till you make it, as yeah, they say. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to be a director, you have to kind of believe that you are a director. Yeah, yeah. You know, and don't yeah. apologize. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and and, and uh, just, you know, as I say, go into everything with as happy a heart as you possibly can do because really it doesn't, uh, you know. Beautiful, beautiful words to end on, I think. Yeah. That's, no, honestly, genuinely. Um, yeah. Like, great, great chat with you. Yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, a it's, 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 a, it's a really great podcast and Jeez. I really hope it just keeps exploding and, you know, and get better and better thanks and so bigger much, and bigger, bigger. Really appreciate that. Thanks.